Hello and welcome to this episode of the Bible Toolbox. I'm Luke. And I'm Lydia. And we're here to help you enjoy the Bible through the tools that scholars and programmers have created for you. And we've talked about translations, we've talked about study Bibles, so what is next? Yeah, next is a tool that neither scholars nor programmers have created. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> but this is going to be a launching pad into more tools. Okay. But so I, I want to spend some time just talking about teaching, the necessity of teaching. So when when is the Bible taught? What scenarios? Um, at church. At church. And Sunday right. school. Sunday school. Maybe to your kids. There you go. Yep. Parents teach. Mm-hmm. Any others you can think of? Um, I teach myself sometimes when yeah. I read the word. Read the Bible. You're thinking like when you evangelize, when you talk mm. to people on the street, yep. when you have friends over. When I don't, we all have a responsibility to teach the Bible, to teach the Mm -hmm. word. Okay. So the principles we're talking about here are probably more applicable to some people, right? Some people teach more often in a formal way, but Mm -hmm. we all need to teach. We're all called to teach. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is how do we teach? So first thing here is what are the different ways that the Bible is taught? So in general categories here, there are three broad categories of types of lessons. Okay. Or, yeah. So the first one here is topical, okay. and that's just what it is. You teach on a topic. Okay? And so here, you have a topic in your mind, and that determines your main point, and then the content of what you say. We'll, we'll discuss that a little more. Sure, okay. Thematic is well let's let's go first to expository expository is on the other end where this is text centered so rather than having a topic in your mind you have a text in front of you and you want to teach the main point of the text Mm. and the content of the text forms your outline versus with topic you might be bringing in random text or not random but other texts to conform to the topic yeah which you would need to do yeah okay and then thematic is kind of a in between. Okay? okay. So this is like you're in a text and there's a text that talks a lot about a subject. And so you want to talk about that subject using the text. And okay, others? So, what's that? And others? And other texts as well or just? Mainly just focused one. on that text. Okay. Okay. Well, the, the point is not that there's, you know, a way to do expository, a way to do thematic, a way to do topical. There's, there's a spectrum in between. Okay. There's times when you'll be doing expository and there is a theme that you need to bring out more. Or there's a time you'll be doing topical and you'll need to sit and study a particular important text. Or, you know, so this isn't like you need to be stuck to a certain mold, but Mm -hmm. there's kind of these general plans, okay? More topic centered and more text centered. Neither is right or wrong. It's just the reality. Okay. Okay? So are you going to walk us through each of these? Yep. We'll go through an example here. So we're going to start with expository, so the text-centered lesson. Teaching a text. Teaching a text. So just an example. We're not going to read all of this. So this is Romans 3, 19 to 31. It starts off that, you know, the whole world is accountable to God. And so, but now God has manifested his righteousness uh, apart from the law and so on. Therefore, there's no boasting. And Jew and Gentile are alike uh, justified through faith in Christ. What a great text. Great text. So if we're going to do an expository expository lesson here, 
the the steps that you kind of want to go through first is what is the main point of this passage like the whole thing the whole thing one main point one main point how do you determine that yep so the thing you want to look for are conclusion type words like what do you mean by that therefore so what we've been saying is or Mm. there's certain like ways that they they mark all right the point of what i've just been saying is Okay. okay in our text we have a a then here then what becomes of our boasting with all of this with all this up here what then becomes of our boasting so it's kind of a continuation it's like all of this then this yep so here's the conclusion what becomes of our boasting it is excluded therefore there is no more boasting Mm. okay so that's our that's our conclusion that's our main point the main point of this passage is therefore we cannot boast so we're not really trying to come up with our own main point. We're trying to figure out what is the author saying the main point yes. is. And they they denote that by using certain words like therefore, then, yes. so, those yep. kinds of things. Okay. Yep. And so just looking for those words. And then with an expository lesson, we also want our structure of our lesson to be defined by the text. Mm. Okay. So we don't want to you know, make up our own way of getting to this main point. We want, how does the text get to this main point? Okay. Okay. So again, we look for our uh, paragraph divisions, connector words, and so on. And so I went through, highlighted them all. Okay. okay. And you can spend a lot of time figuring out how these are related. Luckily here, we kind of have, we have two paragraphs here. So I might just say this, point number one. Oh, so you're just saying each paragraph has a main, has its own yeah. point a little bit? Which you can also break up a paragraph and make a subpoint and things, mm-hmm. or maybe a paragraph's really dense and this has multiple points in it. Sure. But the gist of this is with an expository lesson, you want the text to determine your points. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are Paul's points. Verses 19 to 20, the whole world is guilty before God. Uh, point two, but. God's righteousness has been manifested through faith in Jesus Christ is verses 21 to 26. Therefore, we cannot boast. Why? Because we're all guilty and we're all righteous mm-hmm. through the same way. Therefore, there's no boasting. We're all we're all the same. We're mm-hmm. all equal. And it looks like the main points themselves kind of work their way towards the final conclusion. Yeah. So that's what I was kind of saying there, right? You can talk through it. Because the whole world is guilty and because righteousness comes only through faith in Christ, therefore, we're all equal. There's no boasting. Oh, it's no boasting because it's only through God that we have righteousness. Yep. So there's the logic. That's how Paul got his main point. Mm -hmm. And now these can kind of be our skeleton of our lesson. That brings us to step three. So now what you want to do is turn your main point into a main exhortation. Like the main conclusion or the subpoints that are leading to the conclusion? The, the main point. The summary main, of the, the, summary the, of the passage. Whole. Yep. And you want to make it into usually just like a command. This is the main takeaway I want my audience to have. Okay. okay. This is pretty easy. How do you make this into a command? Therefore, we cannot boast. Don't boast. Don't boast. Good. <laughs> so when I teach this lesson... Paul's main point is we cannot boast. Therefore, 
I want to teach his lesson. And mm-hmm. so I want my audience to take away, don't boast. Because that's what Paul, that's is, what trying Paul to say. is trying to say. Okay. okay. And then we can take the other points. These are the sub points for each paragraph. Yep. Okay. For Paul. And we can turn those into our skeleton to get to our main conclusion. And it's the same way. We're guilty before God. God's righteousness comes through faith in Christ. Therefore, stop boasting. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So again, so, it's not it's not like the teacher's own thoughts. It's literally taking what is Paul trying to say, put it into a command or something we can actually do, mm-hmm. and then flow that to your conclusion. Yeah. Paul's conclusion. Sorry. Paul's conclusion. <laughs> and so then... Here's your skeleton. This is where you can add in stories and examples mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. The, this is this is a terrible teaching outline if this is all you have. <laughs> but these are kind of like your main hanging points then sure. to, to relay this to your audience. Everything hangs on these. Everything yeah. has to fit into the structure of what the text was saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so that that, was that's expository. Expository. Expository is teaching what the text says and the way the text says it. Yep. Okay. Okay, so thematic then, we're moving you know, down. This is the middle one? This is the middle one. So okay. kind of part text, part teaching. So if we were to teach a thematic lesson, possibly, from the same text, I might focus on, you know what? I noticed righteousness was a really big theme mm. in this passage. Okay, and I read through the passage and I'm, I'm thinking in my head, what does this teach us about righteousness? What do we need to take away about righteousness mm-hmm. in this passage? But you're okay? still only using this one passage. I'm only using this passage, but I'm thinking, what is God trying to teach us about righteousness in this okay. passage? Okay, so maybe I want to say, my main point is, God is not unrighteous to make us righteous. Kind of getting that from, that he might be just and the justifier. He justifies us and is just. Okay. That's that's what I think maybe is the, the main point I want to get across with this passage. Mm-hmm. So okay? this is your conclusion then? This is my conclusion from this main point or okay. from, from the passage. And then I might use several parts of the passage where it talks about righteousness here, where we're guilty, we're unrighteous. Jesus' sacrifice makes us righteous. Here it talks about righteousness coming through faith and you know, mm-hmm. so on. Pulling out different points about righteousness mm-hmm. and then tying them together to bring my conclusion. So it's kind of like expository where you're still breaking it up into like sub points getting to a main conclusion, but it's more of how can I see one theme working throughout the passage? Yeah. And these are the different small ways I see it all coming to one conclusion at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And so then the same thing is once you have your kind of base skeleton structure, is you can hang mm-hmm. your other stories and examples and stuff on this. Okay. To teach it. All about teaching about righteousness using Romans 3. Right. Okay. Okay. And the last one, moving on, is topical. So this is where the topic governs your main point and your content. So we're not stuck Mm -hmm. on one text. We're trying to say, what does the Bible teach about X? Okay. Okay. Can you have an example here? So Holy Spirit. What does the Bible teach about the Holy Spirit? Okay, so now I've gone away. I've done lots of study. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about those tools of how we can study topics. And with expository, we'll talk about tools about how to do word studies and whatnot. Okay, Okay? that's kind of in the future. That's what we're leading to. But here, so I do all of my study and I determine the Bible teaches about the Holy Spirit. 
this, possibly. The Holy Spirit makes Jesus look awesome by helping us always, completely, and in everything. Okay, that's my conclusion. I studied the Holy Spirit, and this is what I think is the the main point of the Bible's teaching. Okay. Okay. So now, now, with this as my main point, how do I get to that main point? So I'm I'm thinking topic wise still, and obviously here it's pretty pretty self explanatory. I have to prove that the Holy Spirit makes Jesus look awesome, and that He helps us always completely and in everything. So those would be your like four kind of points. Yeah. How does it make Jesus look awesome? How always? How completely? How and everything? Yep. And then you're just pulling texts to support your points. Yep. Okay. Okay. And that's what I have here. This is my skeleton. And then the same thing, you you want to turn your main point into some sort of main ex- exhortation into a command. For the audience. Okay. So here's maybe what I would say. Here's what I want my audience to take away. Take comfort that the Holy Spirit is our helper. And you'll know he is with you when Jesus is made more glorious to you. Something like that. mm-hmm. That's the, he's more awesome. And then the Holy Spirit helps us in all of these ways. And it still sounds like the Bible, like he's our comforter and our helper. And you're, yeah, you're still pulling, I'm still from, the pulling Bible. from the Bible. Yeah. yeah. It's not that it's not biblical, but it's mm-hmm. just biblical in a different way. Sure. It's summarizing a lot of the Bible rather than zoning in on a specific mm-hmm. text. It's less detail oriented and more just like summary. Mm-hmm. Because the topic is the main point, using the Bible, mm-hmm. rather than the Bible is the main point and we're trying to extract meaning out of it. Yeah. Which both need the Bible and it's mm-hmm. all good either way. Another form of topical might just be you have a question in your mind that you, you want to answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's just an easy, really easy example. But should Christians fast? Hmm. Okay. That's my question. What does the Bible say about what does the Bible Christians about fasting? Christians fasting? But when I when I'm thinking about this, I and a way you can form your structure is asking yourself, what would it take to prove this? What do you mean by that? Okay, so here's here's kind of the way I think about it: is if you were to put if if then if something if something then Christians should fast. So the ifs are kind of like, this has to happen in order for Christians to fast. Yeah. What would make this then true? What ifs would make this then true? Okay. okay. Can you keep going with this example? So here's, here's what I would say. If Christians follow Jesus' teachings, true. Okay. If Jesus teaches his followers to fast, then Christians should fast. Like, that's just a... Kind of a silly example, but if if both of these points are true, then necessarily my conclusion is true. Okay. So in order for me to prove this topic, should Christians fast, I need to prove these two points. And, and so now I can focus my study on, okay, should Christians follow Jesus' teachings? You know, and I have to prove that point. With biblical with, passages. With biblical passage okay. or logic or history or tradition, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. There's many ways we can we can prove this and then number two if does does jesus teach his followers to fast and there's a little bit of debate on that but you can go and look think like mark 9 talks about it and so on okay okay and so then you would dive and dig into that and if both of these are true then you got your answer 
Okay. So you kind of have to do a little thinking exercise to kind of say, well, where do I even need to start looking to answer this question? Yeah. Okay. And then you would turn to the Bible to try to answer your questions or ifs to see if the then is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But so, but this gives me then a structure that I can follow. Mm -hmm. And now I can teach this and it helps me know that my conclusion is sound. It's not as if, Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, my points are just like talking about something over here. And then Mm -hmm. my conclusion just doesn't even relate to what I was talking about. Sure. Because the ifs need to lead to the then. Yeah. Okay. So this type of topical is when you have a question and you're trying to find an answer. Mm -hmm. You use the Bible to try to answer your little questions to get to your big answer versus another kind of topical when you just like, what does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit? Or what does the Bible say about marriage? What does the Bible say about whatever? Mm -hmm. Even fasting. I mean, that could be a topical if it's not a question. And then you're just presenting, oh, this is what the Bible says about fasting. Now you can draw a conclusion. So they are all topical because they start with an idea or a topic. Mm-hmm. And then they work in the Bible to try to support or answer questions or that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The topic g- governs the main point and the content. The Bible adds to mm-hmm. the content, but it's not centered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in not, one text. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. You're using a bunch of texts to answer your question. Mm-hmm. In summary, here, all three of these outlines, these type ways of teaching, kind of. Here, I boil it down to kind of four four steps. And this is for all three? All three. Okay. okay. First, you need to have some sort of main point. Okay? okay. This is kind of governing everything, whether it's bringing it from the text or bringing it from your topic. Okay. Get a main point. A main exhortation to your audience. No, main teaching point. Okay. This is okay? what I want to teach. Yes. This is what I want to teach. Okay. Like the, the content. And then two determine how to get to that main point, kind of like the if, if, then, or following the text. How did the text get to this Mm, point? Get your structure. Okay, that gets your structure of what the content is to teach. Mm -hmm. Then, three, turn it into an exhortation. Okay. Turn it into a command. Okay? This is what you want your your audience to take away. What what do they need to take away from this text? And it should just follow right from your main point. Okay. Right? Remember the don't boast or the you should we, not we boast. Can, we we cannot, cannot boast. boast. Don't boast, right? Yeah. It, it should follow very logically from mm-hmm. your main point. And then step four is just the fill it out with an introduction, stories, examples. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. Yeah. Because because the Bible is interesting. That's what you, you want them to hear the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we need to prepare our audience to hear the Bible. And that's kind of the point of stories is to get them to hear the main point. Because God has something to say, and we should listen. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So we've got expository, thematic, topical, always to teach. Everyone is can use these in some way or another, maybe more or less, but we all are responsible for teaching yeah. what we've been given. Well, and you just think of like, you know, maybe just think of somebody you, you met in church, and you ask them about a topic, and they just start rambling on about something, and you're just thinking, what's your point? What's your main point, right? Like, what does the Bible say about this yeah. kind of thing? And so even even if you don't have time to like structure out an entire lesson, mm-hmm. you should be thinking just, all right, what what do I think? What is the main point that I have of how would I answer this question? Oh, because right? then everything you say needs to be pointing to that main point. Yeah. Or, you know, and just make sure you're logical, make sure you're coherent mm-hmm. um, and so on. I mean, that's just 
normal human reasoning. So mm-hmm. it's nothing, nothing special. But. Okay. So where are you? You said it a little bit earlier, but say it again. What are we looking forward to in the next coming episodes? So now what we're going to do, this was just to kind of lay out the array of teaching. So we will now turn to what kind of tools, what kind of methods of study can be done to get to expository. So we're going to kind of have, do more uh, lessons or episodes on text-centered study, how to dig into the text. Okay. Okay. And then we'll have different tools, how to study a topic. Mm. And so more topic-centered methods and tools and research and so on. Okay. And so those will kind of be our next ones using these tools to get get to a, either a topic or a main point of the text. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And just so you all know, we are going to slow down a little bit to so that you can listen to these episodes and fully dive into the tools that we give you. So we're going to start doing every two weeks producing episodes. Awesome. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Bible Toolbox. Visit our website at thebibletoolbox.com for more information and resources about the content. Be sure to contact us with suggestions of any tools you'd like us to review. And thank you to those who support us on Patreon and who have reached out with encouraging messages. We couldn't do it without you. 